Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigma Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells. We're so happy to be with you today. You know, I got a question to ask you this morning or it could be this afternoon or late in the evening for you. And it's something I've said so many times in my life and you probably have said it too and you clearly have heard it before. Are you on the road less traveled? I want you to think about that for a moment. Are you really on the road less traveled? And you know, you don't have to be on the road less traveled. I don't want to set that apart and act like, wow, you know, I'm on some road that no one else is and, you know, put my pain above everyone else's pain or put my um, trial and testing above everyone else's trial and testing because that's how we feel sometimes. We Many times we as Christians and really people in life in general uh, feel like that their pain is the most pain and their problems are the most problems and their answers need to be answered immediately before anyone else's and that's just how we live. We, we, we live in a place that we want to be comfortable we live in a place where we want our answers deemed necessary to be answered right now so that we can enjoy and make sense out of this life that God has given us. And most of us that are seeking Yahweh and going to a deeper realm really feel a lot of times that we are on the road less traveled. And there's nothing wrong with being on the road less traveled as long as you're on the road Yahweh sent you on. Because sometimes people get on road less traveled and they go wacky Lululand and they go, off and they, they, they catch a cosmos somewhere and they don't come back. I mean, some of the craziest things that I've heard since I've been in the up here from people uh, because they think they're hearing from God and seeing from God, but they really don't have enough framework to discern what they heard. So they tried to articulate what they heard and it really wasn't exactly what Yahweh's saying. And that's how people uh, accidentally missed the mark. Because it's so important, once again, to build a framework. I would encourage you to listen to these podcasts over and over and over again so you can allow Holy Spirit to build framework as a building block of what you hear in the heavens to be able to manifest in the earth. That's so important. That's just a little side note today, but it's so important. Also, I want to encourage you to join my Patreon. I have many videos on my Patreon, and I add videos every week of me doing spiritual training that will help you to go wider and deeper and further and higher into the mysteries and secrets of Yahweh, of the fullness of Yeshua. So I'd encourage you to make that trade and make that investment into yourself. It's not into me. I'm going to be doing the free podcasts and messages and conferences, uh, no matter what. But this is for you to trade into that word and get that word in you so you can grow and build the framework from what you're hearing about and where you're going. So let's go back into the road less traveled. Because a lot of times I feel like I'm on the road less traveled. And Yahweh will bring me to Paul. I love Paul in the Bible. He was Saul and, and uh, changed his name to Paul after his experience with Christ, right? Our names change. It's kind of like me with Sagimabe, right? Samat Gogimo Ayen Bet Yod. It basically means son of light. Now it's a little deeper than that, but that's basically what it reflects. Because why? That's what Yahweh calls me, and that's what he called me to, to produce sons of light, because Yeshua produced sons of light. And that's what I'm called. Everyone's got a different call, but that's that's what I'm called to. And so Paul, Saul was called to be Paul. And he traveled many times on the road that's less 
fortunate is what I look at. If you go read the book of Acts, you'll see how many times this dude was beaten, how many times he was thrown in prison. You want to talk about tenacity, how that once Yahweh came to him, Yeshua came to him. He was basically on the backside for about 14 years. I mean, this we read the Bible and see a man's life as the epitome from beginning to end in a moment. But that's not true. It takes many years. Think about Moses for a second, right? Moses is 40 years old. When I'm not talking about the Charleston Heston version, though there's nothing wrong with all that. You know, when you see the spirit, what I love about seeing in the spirit, Yahweh can speak to you through jackasses. And a lot of times movies and what people say is misinterpreted and wrong. But when you're hearing from Holy Ghost and you're having the seven spirits of Yahweh communicating you on a regular basis and you're surrendered to the living letters, you're surrendered to Yahweh, Yeshua, and the Holy Ghost, he will eat the meat and spit out the bones for you so you can see some incredible things in the midst of man's stupidity. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm about as keeping it real as it is, right? Because I have my own stupidity, right? I'm not judging nobody. I'm just saying we're human, right? And so, but on the same hand, you know, uh, I'm not talking about the Charleston Hestons, uh, Moses, um, of what he saw. But think about this, right? 40 years being basically, um, I don't know, second or third to be in command. So you know he was honored. You know he was educated. You know he was a leader, right? And then he gets booted out, right? He gets booted out for 40 years in a desert. Now, this dude is 80 years old before he sees, hears, or knows the living God. It doesn't talk about his 40 years like he was some super Christian. And when he was the 40 years under the kingship in Rome, all right, I'm not sorry, Rome, in Egypt, right? Doesn't say he was like this godly man. No, he's living in the world. If they're smoking 420, he's smoking 420. If they're drinking, he's drinking. If they're having parties, he's at parties. Whatever education, whatever gods that they're teaching, he's learning. Then he goes out in the desert so he can get all that out of him, right? The Lord sends him to the desert so he can get all that out of him, not knowing that one day he'll be the savior of the earth. Now, you may not be called to be the savior of the earth, just like uh, Moses or maybe like Noah or like Yeshua, but you are the saver, savior and the saver of the flavor of your scroll, of what Yahweh has for you. And that is a road less traveled because only you can travel on your scroll. Now your scroll might interact with other people, spouses, children, family, ministers, leaders, co-workers, bosses, employees, whatever the circumstance and situation is, but it's still the road less traveled that you're on. You know, and I think about Paul and how he was getting beaten. And I, I love this part, you know, they have this part where um, basically he's a prisoner, okay, and he's on the boat. Now, think about this. He's on the boat out in the ocean, right, and the boat's having a rough time, and basically it's, they're running it on shore, right? So the captains say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to kill all the prisoners. But one of these captains found the favor. Paul found favor in his sight. So we may sound that's oh so good. Look, Paul found godly favor, but he was a prisoner, <laughs> probably going to be killed, right, or burled an earl or hung up upside down or whatever the situation would have been at that time. But right then they were going to kill him. They were going to probably cut him and throw him in the water and made him fish food, right? But because the Lord gave him favor with one of the captains of the army of the guard, 
He said, jump overboard if you can swim and get out of here. So they did, right? So he jumped overboard, and they land on this island, right? They land on the island, and they're going to get food. The people treat them nice. They're going to get food. And what happens then? His hand gets bit by a snake. Now, the snake could have bit anybody. The snake came out because of the heat of the fire, and the snake could have bit anybody, and it was a viper snake that would kill people. So much that everyone was like, oh, my God. He, he got away with the bad storm and didn't kill him. But look, the justice is coming to him. He must be a murderer. He must be an evil person. Don't you love when you go through something, people are being like, you must be a murderer. You must be bad. You must. That's why you can't pay attention to no one but the living word of Yahweh, what he speaks to you and the ones that Yahweh tells you to join to. Okay. Cause I do believe in spiritual authority. So make a long story short though, that wasn't their spiritual authority. They were just saying, oh my God, you know, now he got rid of the water and the crashing of the boat, but a snake then said, you know what? We're going to get you anyway. Justice is going to have its call, but justice came and the snake died and nothing happened to Paul. Now the glory side is, oh wow, look at Paul. Then it, if you read it further, you'll see that Paul went around healing people, right? And they thought Paul was a God, but have you seen the beatings and seen all the things he went through? It wouldn't be a life that you would automatically sign up for. Oh, we think we would because we love the glamour and the glory of doing the will of Yahweh and seeing God move. I love seeing God move. But there's a strong, strong, hard process that we walk to and the walk through, and that is the dying of ourselves. So the real road less traveled is you dying to you in the midst of it all. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow on Coffee and the cosmos.